0: Hello again, Broncos country, and thank you for joining us on yet another edition of the Orange Weekly Pregame Podcast. This week on the Orange Weekly Pregame Podcast, we have a special edition because you know what? We love the Denver Broncos and we know you love the Denver Broncos year in, year out, week in, week out. So we have... The whole gang together, we have myself, we have Matt, we have David, and we have the founder of Orange Weekly and Kev Dan to talk Denver Broncos just for you guys. On this week's episode, we talk a little bit about the quarterback situation and what's going to happen with Drew Locke and what is going to happen if he does get the start. We're also going to talk about what the plan is for the San Diego slash Los Angeles Chargers, along with how many times I say San Diego in this episode. We're also going to talk about what we think of the future of the Denver Broncos and what we're most excited for as we go forward, knowing that this is kind of a shot year. So stay tuned, grab a drink, grab a seltzer, grab a beer, enjoy yourself, and enjoy another edition of the Orange Weekly Preview Podcast. I'm
1: noise,
2: All right, Welcome back, or welcome to if this is your first time, the Orange Weekly pregame podcast. Uh, today, we're going to four way this thing because um, we started with two people, and you know, it was fun at first, right? But after a while, you kind of get bored just two people, you know, it's not as exciting. And uh, so then we went three way a few times, and that was nice. That was you know, nice. That was really <laughs> nice. Right? right? A great time. Extra dynamic. And now we decided to let's bring all the parties together, mm-hmm. and we're going to just four way this thing. So uh, we got myself, Matt, and we've got Jared, too. He's on land, not in the middle of some fucking ocean. That's right. Uh, definitely not floating. No, definitely not floating, so it's good. He's his feet <laughs> on the
1: ground. We've got David Sateen. Well, actually, that's Satan. Uh, David Satan yeah, I thought I thought we were clear about this in the pre-show. <laughs> we yeah, it. we went yeah. over this pretty clearly for like ten minutes. That's I okay. I, <laughs> I, you know,
2: I just I was you know I just it's hard for me to say. It's like Voldemort. I you it. know what I mean. I get. Well, I, don't say. No, well, and I don't then, know why uh, you would just
1: come and say that name on the podcast. But cool. No, that's fine. We'll just <laughs> we'll just bust out the big V right here in the first minute. That's great. <laughs> super good. Oh yeah,
0: that's okay.
2: Yeah, well, that's fine. It was, was going to happen at some point. And then lastly, our fourth. And final member here is uh, our, our very own fa- uh, father, founder, um, the man who pays the bills—not yet, but he's gonna. <laughs> right. And uh, the Godfather, the Godfather of all this, Kev Dan. <laughs> We have bills. Uh, yeah, this is great. So, yeah, well yeah, I they hope we have bills some days because that means we're getting bills paid. are coming but in, but <laughs> that's what
0: I'll send you. I'll send you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you
2: know, you know what else? <laughs> you know the other kinds. bills came in last weekend? Right. <laughs> nice segue, oh. right? Ooh, yeah. they segue. In, oh. right? they came ooh, in all right. They came in and wrapped up the place. That was good, yeah. but
1: ooh, now I'm sad. Um, I'm a little took a little all of the fun out of this. Now I'm sad again. Somebody's got to go there. It's no, a four-way, man. going have a lot of respect for that. That was, a, that was a quick turn of phrase there. That was, uh, uh, it was painful. Yeah, painful, Thank but, but it's okay. n- not as so, painful as watching the game. Yeah, so was, let's just – um,
2: so. I want to get your, like, quick thoughts on this. Don't recap the whole game for us because we watched it or most of it, mm-hmm. and uh, Tanner's doing his thing. So, like, just, you know, quick few thoughts here from, you know, the Bills game here as we lead into the next game with the Chargers. Uh, Jared, what uh, would you think?
0: Yeah, it was, it was pretty disappointing. I mean, we only put up three points, and we had plenty of opportunities. We had a plenty of big plays, and I think that's the biggest part about the whole thing that I'm kind of frustrated with is we had a lot of big plays, but we stalled on the rest. And for, for me, it really came down to just the general play and the general uh, mentality of the Broncos going into the game, and I, I think that really shows where we're at right now. And, you know, we, we've we sat here on the, not just the podcast, but on our pregame and uh, shows and all of our Tuesday shows and everything that I'm sure Kevin will give us the rundown eventually. Um, but uh, all, all those shows that we have, we we keep saying we're super optimistic about the team and how we're going to be able to be good this year. But I think it's finally hitting us, and I think that's the game that finally hit me. That's like this is a rebuilding year, and you could see it in the play yeah. of, the, of of what we did, and it just and that's what it came down to. Plus, Josh Allen, he he ran all over us, uh, just like you guys talked about last. I mean, the pregame podcast for last week. If you guys listen to that, you guys said it. You guys said it straight up. Josh Allen is going to run over us if we let him, and he did, and that's mm-hmm. what ended up being the the ultimate killer. They had bigger plays, they had more plays, and they were more consistent than we were.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's well said, uh, Mr. Kev Dan.
3: It was it was beyond painful, and, and other than to re- repeat what Jared said, the rebuilding stuff. The, it was disappointing because how do you go into five chances at the end of the game to move the ball and you don't get a single. First down out of any of those. Uh, when you exit the game with you know the the worst amount of offensive yards since was, I think it was 1992, it says a lot. Now I mean it doesn't mean that. Uh, really? <clears throat> I think it's rock bottom. I think wow. we finally hit rock bottom. I hope I'm wow. right because I don't want to go any <laughs> That's, your That's my optimism for the <laughs> we week is, from here. <laughs> yeah, this is a rebuilding year.
0: I think um, we have different yeah, definitions I know, right? of optimism, man. <laughs> I feel it crazy. can't I'm get worse, right? All right.
3: <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. That's the level I'm at. I'm not, I can't sit here and say everything's sunshine and happiness, no, I just, I think that's it. So, uh, you know, I'm just hoping that we can get to at least getting some mm-hmm. confidence here at the end of the year and, and mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. rebuilding really off Dave? of what we saw this last week.
1: Well, and something we're gonna get into later in a lot more detail, of course, but we saw the basically complete collapse of Brandon Allen. Mm-hmm. We saw yeah. Brandon Allen go from viable starting option week to week. You know, on a week to week basis, to a guy you can't really trust to start a football game for you in more than spot duty or fill in duty. You know, it's, it's, we, he is a backup. And, you know, he still might be a very good career backup, but right now he's sitting at uh, less than 50% completion rate and not really close to 50%. Yeah. It's like 43 or something
2: like that. And it's that. not like the Broncos don't have receivers that can catch the ball. You right. You know what I
1: mean? It's, Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We've seen, you know, obviously Cortland Sutton. We've seen Noah Fant coming on. Uh, really, the running backs are both really good pass catchers. They've shown that this year. Uh, Tim Patrick is back, and he's made an impact already in this offense. That's huge. Right. Yep. And – so, you know, it's it's like you said, we've got playmakers who can make those plays, but we've got to see somebody at the quarterback position who can help them out, who can get the ball there. And we thought yeah. maybe Brandon well, Allen, but right. go ahead, Jared. We do know that Cortland Sutton can throw football. Nuts. That's
0: true. So that's cool. No, that's absolutely. Yeah, that's I mean, a, he's
1: one for one. He's one hundred percent. Yeah, right. Yeah. His quarterback rating is it? Is it that perfect one fifty eight point three right now? Or yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a beauty. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, if only it were that yep. simple. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. But yeah. so that's that was to me the biggest thing that I took away from this last week was just the utter dismantling of Brandon yeah. Allen as an option going forward.
2: Yeah, I think that's you know that's where I align as well. I think um, he showed that he is a backup quarterback um, and that he's a nice filler right now. But you know all this talk with Drew Locke coming into play against the Chargers, I think you know if Brandon Allen was serviceable against the Bills, I think the conversation wouldn't be there. But the fact that he was so poor, I think that whether or not you know Lock is ready, we don't have a choice but to play him because otherwise we're guaranteed losses, right? Like this Chargers defense we're coming up against they're their getting uh, you know James back right yeah. That safety mm-hmm. Derwin James like he's an absolute you know professional avid great football player he's awesome he's so talented he was hurt for most of the year but now he's back he's hungry like he's gonna you know really show up and Brandon Allen's just not gonna survive his presence on the field I think so you know This game against the Chargers is going to be quite interesting. But uh, with this Drew Locke situation, do you guys think um, he's going to play? Do you think he's going to be up? Well, Jared just jumped out of his freaking seat, man. (laughs) You can go first, dude.
0: I don't – look, no. no. So so I have have a lot of very uh, solid opinions on this. And uh, I definitely want to hear what everybody else says because I I think right now where I'm sitting at, I feel like my – my opinions are against the grain. I don't think Drew Locke is going to be the savior of Denver. Like, a lot no. of people are thinking that. Definitely. A lot of people are thinking that, like, start Drew Locke now. We need to know he's going to be the savior. Nope. Like, why haven't we started him? And then there's a lot of confusion on why we didn't start him, you know, back when he was originally healthy, you know, in air quotes. Yeah. But – there's a reason that he's not starting. There's a reason that the coaching staff isn't seeing something in him. And I, I've, I've said it time and time again. I think there's something other than his actual physical injury that is keeping him from playing. And there's th- something that he's doing that he's not seeing. And today I was watching some of the – and I don't remember which one it was. I want to say it was Coach Fangio. It might have been Coach Gorilla, But some somebody said as, so, as soon as he's out there and he is – Making plays and and executing, I think actually I think it was him. Drew Locke originally said, as long as he executes the game plan, he'll get the starting job. Which makes me think that he's not executing the game plan before this week, right? He's yeah. getting a lot of the reps now, and there's a lot going on there. But my, you know, against the grain take is he's not our answer. Granted, we do need something. We want to see what do we have so that we get. But I'm putting money that we're and and you know I tweeted this earlier today. I'm I'm putting money that we're going to get a draft. Uh, quarterback in the first round.
3: I, I don't see how you can go into a draft in a, in a top 10. And I know we're looking at a, a number five draft pick right now in a quarterback class that, that has so many options like this next year's does and not draft a quarterback. Uh, if you are sitting there thinking that, yeah, well even if Drew Lock plays average and showing some improvement, he's still not, I, you can't sit here and say that we know he's going to be the answer for the future. And therefore we, we don't have to draft a quarterback in that position because who knows the next time we're going to find ourselves in that position, early draft pick slot with that many viable quarterbacks, right? So it's, if anything, I'm I'm kind of thinking that this is more of a chance to show the rest of the NFL what he's capable of, what his yeah. potential is in some regards, but so are, we could use him as trade bait. I just don't see why we're going to hold on to him because there doesn't seem to be any confidence in Drew Locke.
0: Are we not setting him up for failure against a, a sin? A, I knew it. You're, I knew there's I'm one. It. Uh, there the, it is. Lost. <laughs> Three years, man. <laughs> Look, dude, just let me let me have this, all right? I yep. want to pretend <laughs> that there's still a team have here. Have you even
2: been married for that long, man? No, you like
0: it's
1: like, been. Do a you year. remember your I, wife's name, man? Against the
0: should... Los Angeles Chargers. Oh my God, the Los Angeles Chargers. Fine, you guys happy? All right, yeah. Yeah. Against the yeah. Los yeah, Angeles happy, yeah. Chargers, whose front, whose front four is probably one of the more scarier front fours in the league. Yeah. Against Mm -hmm. a a, a depleted offensive line that we have, very injury-prone, very injured offensive line. We don't even know. Juwan James might make three or four snaps as soon as the game starts because that's where he's going to be. I'm going to get into that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but I, I think we're setting him up for failure. Dave, what do you think?
1: Boy, I, I, you know, I, I still don't know what to think other than that I think it's time to start your lock. Uh, yeah. That's just my what every what my gut like reaction one, that I keep going back to. I, I'm sorry, wow, it's time. hot take. Yeah, hot take, right? you um, a hot take. I it- apologize. <laughs> no, I
2: just have to say, like, Jared right now, he's sitting in his tub, man. He's got some bubbles and candles. And right, just there's some... I'm really, really envious drinking?
1: of your whole setup here, actually. Oh, like, yeah. it's nice.
2: Man, this guy is something else. It looks comfortable. Well, Anyways,
1: bubbles everywhere. Like a brandy <laughs> snifter full of something dark. And I don't know what it is, but man, I want to drink it. Anyways, <laughs> yeah.
2: Dave, as you were saying about Drew Lockman. Yeah,
1: I think, like I said, I just every time I go back to the question of, of what to do with the kid, it's like, uh, we got to find out if he's got anything. You know, just anything. Because Brandon Allen hasn't had anything. And Joe Flacco had a couple of times where he had something, but for the most part, while he was out there, he didn't have anything either. So, yeah. as far as it goes to me, the most the kid, the least the kid can have is nothing. We yeah. could, we could be where we are, which is nowhere, and that's you know great because if we get nowhere and we'll go to next season with a top five draft pick, and like you guys are saying, hopefully we'll draft a quarterback in the top five. But let's see what we got out of our second-round pick from last year, and see if we're flushing yet another high draft pick down the toilet before his third season. Let's let's yeah. find out if we've got anything at all. Whether he's trade bait, whether he's a guy you want as a backup next year, whatever. Let's see if he's got anything.
2: You know, we gave him well, we gave up like a second-round pick for him, mm-hmm. which I think is good value for Drew Logg because, like it or not, he did start four years at Miz, Mizzou, right? Yeah absolutely yeah. so and, and that's a good yeah. school and you know that's a solid amount of experience so you know the whole thing with drew Locke not understanding the playbook or not running the game plan and all that it just sounds to me like he's not really fitting in with the team it sounds like fangio didn't want yeah. him but elway still pulled the trigger on him it's kind of like what happened with uh, dan snyder haskins and uh, gruden up in washington you know what i mean like gruden didn't want him but Snyder said, yeah, we're taking the QB. They took Haskins, and, you know, it is what it is. Now they're going to find a coach to, you know, develop Haskins, sort of like they did in L.A. with uh, Sean McVay, which is fine. It, it works out, but at the same time, I just feel like he just doesn't really fit the culture. So I think, A, you have to play him because you have to d- demonstrate it to see even if he has potential or to move him as trade bait. Josh Rosen, Rosen last year, he sort of, you know, he set the precedent for what... An early draft a QB can go for you know what I mean you can now now after Rosen you are allowed in this league to draft a quarterback early try him out for a year and then move him if you don't like him that doesn't really happen but now we're gonna start seeing that stuff happen with these rookie contracts that are so cheap and affordable you're just gonna take players try them out move them right because QBs are a hot commodity so you know, I think you have to play him, but I do think, Jared, that, yeah, you're right, man. We're setting up to fail because, you know, this, this Chargers defense is good. Their secondary is good. Their front seven is really good, you know, and, and here's a kid who doesn't have any NFL experience. He has experience, but at the same time, I think that he is better than Brandon Allen and gives us a better chance to win than Brandon Allen, which is still something that, you know, we want to see as fans, right? We want to see a win and some sort of potential, but um yeah. Highly debatable. It'd be exciting to see who starts this game. I have a feeling both quarterbacks will play. You know what I mean? Why not start Bre- start Brandon Allen and see be, what happens? Right?
3: Just pick one. Just pick one. Yeah. I wish. They, I wish. But the, s- the fact they're sitting here saying it make, the, he, Coach Mangio today made it sound like it was almost going to be a game time decision. And he said, "We'll we'll figure it out later th- this week." And so you're you're saying that both quarterbacks are getting essentially half the reps. That means each one's going to be half prepared to yeah. play. Uh, so why go in there? Why not just make the decision now? Hey, we're going to go with this guy because of X reason and just give us an answer, and you're only going to benefit one quarterback or the other over that. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Well, oh, well, let's look at it. We're week what? We're week what in this season? We're week 13? 12 or 12. 13? I mean, how are you, you not—week 12? Yeah. How, how are we not prepared? How, how are we, i mean, Where's... other other than maybe getting Drew Locke time in today uh, during practice, we to this on, what is it, Tuesday— uh, he got he got full practice with the number one starters. He got hundred percent oh I'm so confused on what date it is.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> he got hundred percent he got hundred percent reps with the starters, which means he's getting he the time to, to, to figure out his timing. Um I, and, and Matt, I think you had a good point earlier in the chat, and I want you to talk a little bit more about this. I, I think it's a, I think it's a, a ploy.
2: You're, you're right. I, th- I just think that like, they're using him as or this whole media as just a way to just mess with the Chargers. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, hey, we're going to start Drew Locke this week. Maybe we are, maybe we're not. You know, we don't know. So then the Chargers, okay. who do they study? Do they study Brian Allen or do they study Drew Locke tape? Now they don't know. Now there's doubt. Now they've got to study both. You have to study both at this point. They're going to be spending more time looking at Drew Locke than they're going to look at, you know, Brandon Allen. Or that you should be spending on only one QB, right? If you just pick one, you know who to study. But if you don't know, the other team... Not really sure what they're going to do. So with this whole, you know, Chargers team too, they're still trying to win. They're, you know, like it or not, the AFC is kind of weak. And, you know, they're still in contention if they win out. So, you know, they want to win. So they're going to be competitive. They don't want to be beat by Drew Locke or by Brandon Allen. So, you know, they have to do that work. But I think that an element of it is just a you know the teams use the media as ways to trick other teams you know what i mean it's and and what we see as consumers in the media is often gone through many filters many different sets of eyes and ears and it's a lot of rumors and the things that happen in the building and and the What's going on in Fangio's head is impossible to know. I don't even know Fangio knows what's going on in his head. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I don't know he just doesn't right? know what's
1: going on I, in his I, head. I,
2: I don't think I don't know I what's would... going on, man. This guy's probably really stressed out. Did you know he's actually 35 years old? It's just the stress <laughs> that makes him look like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Anyways, but yeah, I you know, I think it is partially a ploy, but I also think it's partially just a Jesus Christ, we don't have a freaking quarterback to play right now. Let's just try everybody. Get the ball boy to throw it a few times. Let's see if he can sling it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's just see what we have. We're not going to make the playoffs. We need to reset our priorities. And, you know, it'd be great to get a a, a top five QB, but this year I think it's going to get very competitive. There's a lot of other teams that still need to find that guy, right? So at the top of the round, it's going to get competitive. And if the Broncos want their guy, they're going to have to trade up for him. And that's just it. You can't just sit and wait for him because you have to go and freaking grab him. Secure your spot. You know what I mean? Like, the Bengals are probably going to take a QB first overall, but the Giants are, are in line for second right now. Do the Giants need a QB? Probably not. Maybe they're a trade contender. Washington, same deal. You know, Miami, they need a QB. They're in contention. So really, if you look at it, there's going to be three, four teams really fighting for that spot, and the Broncos are one of them. And if they want to get their guy, you got to freaking trade. The Giants are the, probably the first, you know, step, and if not, Washington. But it's going to have to happen. I just don't know if Elway has the cojones to make this happen, you know? He's got to. He has got to. He's the GM. That shouldn't even be a question. I mean, you're
3: right, but... Yeah. He's and it it makes me, anyways, we're. It, uh, it makes me
1: nervous because, like, all right, say he does have the cojones and pulls the trigger, who's it going to be for? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, True. it's going to be a tall. So I a tall, lanky
0: guy who doesn't know how to lead a a pack. I hit.
1: mean, <laughs> you know, Drew Locke is his cor- shortest <laughs> yeah. pick by far at six four. I don't know if that's actually true. I don't know how how tall Trevor Simeon is.
0: He's not six. Four. He's six. Yeah. yeah, no, he's Drew like six a, three and, six and a half. half. Right?
1: Yeah, if that. So um, he's like
0: on stilts.
1: He's a he's a couple of kids stacked up on each other in a coat. Um, anyway, however tall he is or isn't, <laughs> um, like that's just. I mean, why do we have? Any faith that John is going to pick a quarterback in the top five that's going to be that guy, just yeah. because he's a top five pick, I guess, is yeah. my question. How, what's his
2: evaluation method on quarterbacks? Can we right. trust that? Yeah, know?
1: and, I, you know, no. I don't... No, <laughs>
2: the answer's no, right. for no. anybody wondering. That's I nice. mean, you know,
1: if we can evaluate it just <laughs> by his past picks, the answer's no. Yeah, so, we, I guess we'll just have to see going forward. But, I, I you yeah. know, it, it's like, to me, it just gets to how many, how many picks, how many years in a row do you get to... Shuffle, sh- you know, flush last year's second round pick down the toilet and then pick in the top five again and just expect people to go along with that and say, oh, that's that's fine. We don't need that. You know that. what's going
2: to happen? Mm-hmm. Here's what's going to happen, man. Cam Newton's going to become available. valiant oh, free agent. Stop
1: saying Cam Newton. John no, Elway's going to go and that. say Cam
2: stop Newton. Right He's going to take his fifth round <laughs> pick and spend it on another pass rusher.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm literally cringing yeah, right now. I know, now. I just said that I'm on purpose. Every week wrong. I want to slide that <laughs> no. in just to piss off Kevin. You got all here's, three of us. Just, here's, an, uh, here's a curveball. Yeah, yeah, you're doing this on purpose. And I'm not I'm doing this on purpose. You guys brought me in here to be the antagonist. I'm just doing my job. Here's a <laughs> curveball <laughs> that I, yeah.
1: I, don't, I want you to consider. Uh, the Falcons decide to put it all in the tank and trade Matt Ryan. And uh, uh, yeah. There you go. Uh. You know what? I'd take that Maybe? Mm-hmm.
2: The only thing is, we just signed him was a two years ago to contract, and Matt Ryan's got a a cultural element with the Falcons, mm. right? I mean, he's deeply ingrained in that. Mm-hmm. However, mm. however, listen, mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm open to the idea that if we're gonna be picking in the top five, we being the, the Falcons, my i am put, putting on my other hat right now, right I'm a now Falcons uh-huh. fan right now. But if they listen, if like if we're in the top five and there's this gem of a quarterback. You know what I mean? Here's the guy, right? It's going to happen. He's going to be better than Matt Ryan is right now, all this stuff, and we can make that move or whatever it is. I'm okay with it. Listen, the, you know, the, the only thing that I can count on in this world is change. And change can be great things sometimes. So I'm fine with it. And if the Broncos want to send us a whole whack of picks and <laughs> shit for Matt Ryan, you know what? Well, fine. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to get a new coach probably this year and use some new players and all that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. All good. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't trade Julio. If they trade Julio freaking Jones, man, I quit. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> and that'd be the
0: dumbest thing. So, David, I, j- I just looked this up. <clears throat> we're we're going to go back a little bit. I just looked this up. You were right. He's six foot four. Yeah. Drew Locke is wow. six foot four. Right.
1: That's what he's listed at as six foot four. You guys all know that those listings... Oh right, 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 yeah, right. Right. yeah. yeah. Right. We,
0: we know we know how that works out, but he's listed on the on the Broncos yeah. website so, as six foot yeah. four. That's I I don't think he's that tall. I think he's probably six two at Max. Uh, he ranked at
2: five nine and we all know he's like five four, so
0: you you're giving me credit. It's five. Are eight, you actually eight, five? I,
2: eight? Appreci-
3: I appreciate <laughs> the five nine, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dude, he's short yeah. now. <laughs> right? <He's> so short. <laughs> you <laughs> <he's> so short. <laughs>
1: Matt, how tall are you? <laughs> me? Yeah, I I'm 6'1". 6'1". Okay, all right. No, no David, how about you? He's just. I'm court. I'm six three. Six, oh sh- okay, sh- no, shit. Okay, shit. No, tall you're, you're get oh, out of here, not. You're not taller. than me. No, 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 I'm, discuss- here's, I'm a legit 6'3". three. I'm I, not a we're, Drew we're, Lock 6'3". three. We're too. No, we no, too far. Here's. Back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's hey. End, end of conversation. We're all taller than Jason. Okay, no, that's all right. Yeah, fair enough. Right. We're all taller than Jason. We can
0: we can agree with that. Okay. That's okay. We're all taller than Kevin. Anyway, we're getting a little off subject. Just a little bit. Yeah.
2: Yo, what were we talking about? The Broncos and the Chargers. Yeah, what? We're, Is well, that's pre- why
0: game. Okay. Yeah, it's pregame. Well, <laughs> all right.
2: Yeah. I mean, listen, we're fitting the mood with the season. Season's kind of funny, you know, and all over the fucking place. Uh, <laughs> you're right. You're <laughs> right. The right, kind of right. same thing. Um, But yeah, okay, so let's actually get back on track here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, you know, Derwin James is back. That's the big news for the Chargers. You know, a few weeks ago, they fired their OC with Wizenhunt. You know, Anthony Lynn's really going all in on this offense. They've got to fix some stuff around. Uh, The Chargers, you know, they're weird. They've lost some weird games. They've won some weird games. And they also happen to be our first win of the season. You know, which turns out to be one of our yeah. only wins of the season. But nonetheless, <laughs> you know, so they're a very beatable team. Um, their coaching staff is going through a little bit of stress right now. And, you know, they have a lot of talent on the field, but it just doesn't seem like their staff is getting the most out of that talent. That's my personal read. Um, so, you know, to you guys, right, when you're looking at this matchup, what are your initial thoughts against this uh, this Chargers team? And plus this time they're coming to Denver, right? So uh, Jared, again, jumping yep. out of his freaking seat. He's Jared's like that kid in elementary school. Teacher asks a question. He's like, ooh, ooh,
0: so ooh, ooh, man, ooh,
1: auto-talk. ooh, ooh, Me, me, me yeah, yeah. Yeah. and as somebody who went to middle school <laughs> okay. with him, and then teacher let like, me say two things. He was always yeah. like that. And he nice. never knew the answer. <laughs> It was so annoying. Well, it's
2: it's kind of like here, too, man. It's three years he's calling it the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, like Jared, uh, man. Yeah. Three years, so.
1: Boy, it's been a while. Okay. Anyway. The answer's purple. Get, like, no, that's yeah. not the question. No, two this, plus is, two. this not is a the question, <laughs>
0: Jared.
2: <laughs> Anyways, let's get his opinion out of the way, and then we'll actually get to duck. Right. Absolutely. And then we'll so
0: oh, talk, and we'll really get into the yeah, podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, so... Here's here's my take on the whole whole Chargers for Broncos game. This is the second game. Yeah, we took the first game, but we're also fighting for last in the AFC West. This is the unsung game of the AFC West. Like, we are legitimately fighting for who's going to be last in the AFC West, who's going to be the anchor of the terrible AFC West this year. We went three years. We were one of the best divisions in the league, and now we're probably one of the worst divisions in the league with us, the Chargers, and Oakland. See how I didn't use the city that time? Um, toilet it's bowl. <laughs> it's so between right between us, the Chargers and Oakland, it's the toilet bowl. I mean, we, I mean, other than Kansas <laughs> City, we have nothing to really play on in this in this league. So uh, I, I this is the unsung game of the AFC West. I think this is really they're they're going to come in fighting hard, and we got to come in fighting hard to not yep. be at the bottom of the bowl. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You know, one thing that's really interesting to me, just a surface stat that I'm looking at here. Courtland Sutton has more receiving yards than Keenan Allen this year, which is
2: Keenan Allen was leading the league in receiving yards.
1: Receiving yard yeah, receiving yards. Keenan uh, Allen seventy receptions, seven hundred and ninety six yards, four touchdowns. Cortland Sutton fifty receptions, eight hundred and thirty two yards, four touchdowns.
3: Ooh, he man, has that's been, been balling that's what out. Talk about that's a big play right. right there.
1: Now I understand Philip Rivers been. is dropping off this year. Fifteen touchdowns well, and fourteen yeah, picks. But what
3: quarterback have we had this year? Oh, right, and, and is still <laughs> right. in
1: that production. Just ridiculous. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rivers is still better than the crowd. Carson <laughs> <Sutton laughs>
1: has a throw for forty-five yeah, yards. Because, <laughs> so I just thought you know that was one thing I could not believe when I yeah, had to look that, at that a couple of different times. It's just you know one that's bright shocking. yeah absolutely, and I think he's going to get his this week. Still, now that being said, you mentioned one guy who's going to ruin our day, up and down the field this uh, this week, and that's Derwin James. I, oh, yeah. you know, first game back from IR. Yeah. I don't expect to see any rust on that guy whatsoever. I expect to see an All-Pro safety out there wrecking oh, yeah. Philip Lindsay, wrecking Royce Freeman, wrecking the mm-hmm. run game, and then batting balls down. Even you know the darts that we think Drew Locke is going to be out there throwing, uh, we'll we'll just have to <laughs> see if we can steer clear of uh, number 32 33. there. Yeah, 33. E33. Yeah, I th- I was like yeah. Yeah, I was 50-50 is it 32 or 33 and I took a shot. Is it 6 it 4 or 6 foot 2 it's close. Yeah. No. no I, I, I was pretty sure it was one of the two. I just I It's one of the two. Yeah. Absolutely. Um anyway. Yeah. 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 So that's I'm I'm really not looking forward to that. I'm also not looking forward to the matchup of either Melvin Ingram or Joey Bosa on uh, yeah. on either of our tackles. Really. Yeah, that's yeah Wilkinson. Be really hard or bowls there. Uh, I'm assuming that we won't see Jawan James play. I'm starting to think that, like, Bryce Callahan, he just doesn't exist. Yeah, Yeah. just maybe doesn't exist. And we as Broncos fans should stop (laughs) expecting to see him.
3: For sure. Yeah. Kev. So I want to talk about Jawan James here in a second, but just overall, the one way we're going to win this game is on defense. Our defense has got to get us – some sort of either in great field position to get up. so You know what I mean? Like, uh, man, an interception, a pick six would be freaking amazing. Uh, but we've got to get some defensive points up on the board. That is the only way we have a chance to win this game. Um, you're talking about the, the Chargers uh, defensive line there um, against our offensive line. And the one thing is maybe, maybe this is the week we'll finally see uh, Garrett Bowles not in the starting lineup. But that is contingent on uh, Juwan James starting The word is, and the way that coach Vangio said it is we have to make sure he's mentally ready to play. And I don't know how you are getting paid that much money to not be mentally prepared to play. Yeah. And if it's, if it's a, Oh, I just don't feel a hundred percent. This isn't high school. You're, you're getting paid millions of dollars in the NFL. If you're clear to play, you you better not be like, Oh, well I'm still, uh, I'm still a little sore. Yeah. Yeah. Get out there and, and earn your money yeah. and show us, show us why you're paying mm-hmm. us this money. And if anything else, help alleviate some of the pressure. We can get Garrett Bowles out of there and, and kind of make some changes there. And that's if you're telling me that Bosa's going to get up against uh, um, Garrett Holds, well, that's, that's, an easy, <laughs> that's an easy matchup to call. One's well, going to win and one's well, not. Not just, so.
0: not, just, not just Bosa, but you got Melvin Ingram. Melvin oh, yeah, Ingram the, plays on that side, and either he's going to demolish yeah. Garrett Bowles. Either and one them, of those guys. Yeah. And, and you know for a fact that they're going to go up to the refs before the game and go, hey, man, you better watch Melvin Ingram because he's going to get held every third play. I guarantee it.
2: For sure. Mm -hmm. Whoever's playing on that right defensive end is gonna get held, man. It's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I I, I'm I'm excited to see Juwan James play in this offense. I've always liked Juwan James. I think he's a really good pass blocker. And the idea of not being mentally ready, it's like, yeah, I totally get you, Kevin. You're a professional football player. You you sign this contract, you know exactly who you're getting into, you go out, you do your job when you can. Even if you don't want to do it some days, you still gotta do it your best abilities. You know, you're from the Air Force, right? You didn't have an off day. You know, like nope. you know, Jared, you're in the Navy, man. You definitely don't have an off day, right, David? I don't know what you do with your live, your life, Let's man. Let's just say I, just, I have off days all the
1: time, so <laughs> okay, I'm not <laughs> the best <laughs> <line> <laughs> example for this particular. Jared's moment. like a free ag-
2: a, David's like a free agent. He just, you know, he doesn't have a job. He
1: just kind of sits back. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I, the you things know. that I do are mysterious and and too too. Uh, we can't talk. No, about not it. on this podcast.
2: We just <laughs> haven't seen Batman and David in the same room. That's all I'm saying. Right. That's all I'm True saying. Boy, <laughs> I, wish, I really wish but, you hadn't <laughs> said that word in conjunction with my name, but that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> uh, we'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. But, uh, you know, all, you know all, all that to say is I'm sure that, you know, many people in many jobs don't have off days. Um, I have many. It's great <laughs> as a student, so it's fantastic. But, um, you know, same with this John James. But, you know, maybe this mental side of it can just be something else. It could be mental health related, man. What if this guy's having crazy crazy anxiety he can't focus right there's a lot of stuff right. happening we don't that's, know that's that's different there's a totally different side to it right but i think it is yeah. more of a Callahan situation
0: where it's like yeah he's probably not going to play much this year i was going to say that the thing with the i think with the mentality thing that they're they're putting at and if you've ever been injured as an athlete and I, matt i don't remember if you ever got injured throughout oh, yeah. your career i know we've talked about it but when you're injured as an athlete when you're going into these games you're always worried about the re-injury like that—that—that sure. that, well,
2: yeah, yeah. That single point
0: it. of your injury is probably the the lowest point of your life. Like you're sitting on that field and you're getting carted off, or you're getting whatever. And now for him, it's happened twice. He's like already and now re-injured you look at it the once. Social media and you look at all this stuff about he's already re-injured it once, mm-hmm. and and you look at social media and how he's injury prone and all this other stuff. He's there, there's a mental block there. No matter how focused you go into a practice or a game, there's a mental block there about you do not want to injure that. Anymore, yeah, so you're going to not be able to have the full range of motion that you used to. You can't perform at that high level when you're mentally focused and you're mentally blocked on in, re-injuring something that you've already re-injured once it's, it's oh, true i get it
2: I, I dislocated my kneecap and it's like oh god I, it, it's, it cut me like a year after that i couldn't really play anymore because that mental block was so powerful yeah. now granted you know i was in 6'5 yeah. and 320 pounds so really my offensive line days were kind of like limited anyways but like <laughs> you know with that injury it just yeah it if, if you can't get over that psychological aspect It's not going to happen. You know, maybe the Broncos need a new sports psych within the building, somebody who can really help with that, you know?
3: Well, and it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, the blame kind of goes both ways. Why do we keep getting people in free agency or whatnot that are injury prone? Yeah. Why do we, why do the, why does the Broncos front office keep looking at an injury prone guy and saying, we can fix him. It's going to be better here. That's, I mean, how often can you say that happens? Somebody who's in his, Bryce Callahan has been injured every time. And missed significant
0: playing time in the last six years. Stop it. (laughs) <laughs> I get your anger. I get your anger. But look look at look at this. Jawan James and Bryce Callahan we got for steals. Granted, they both got re-injured. But sure. Jawan James is by far one of the best tackles in the like, We paid him a lot of money to get we him. We paid him a lot right. of money. Bryce for Callahan, him. one of the best corners in the league. We got a that lot of money field. to get him. But what happens when they don't get injured? And right? it's, you know and, and So I, now uh, now look at next year. If okay. we have both of them fully healthy for the entire season, we're talking about a different season right now. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm.
1: the and this is the thing is just the it's Broncos. especially
2: with Cam
0: Newton back there. <laughs> and and Oh, sh- oh my gosh.
1: So, I mean the, and this is one of one of the reasons the more reasons I'm Hesitant to sign a guy like Cam Newton is just, I know sometimes you take your chances with these injured players because a lot of times they're at the top of their field when they are he- healthy. And sometimes they work out and sometimes yeah. they don't. But the Broncos, just, you know, for reasons. And, you know, maybe it's because of the GM or maybe it's all bad luck or maybe it's a combination of both. Uh, those guys just haven't panned out for us. And now we've gotten yeah. two more in a single year that just haven't yet worked and the you know the injuries came back and they weren't able to get out there on the field for any meaningful amount of time so it makes your fan base all the more hesitant to accept a guy who's yeah. maybe you know maybe the next one is going to work out but you know your guy your your fan base won't put up with your signing them because they've they've been burned so many times and you know it's just that kind of vicious cycle that happens over and over again and leads you to have three losing seasons in a row
3: yeah,
1: you know. <laughs> I'm glad you trailed
0: the
3: off. There.
1: Thing, well, here's the
0: other thing I want to mention too is that we're, we're talking about you know all the negatives, all the and and you know everyone's talking about the firing of Elway. Like right? we want to fire Elway, right? Like get rid of him because he's had terrible draft classes. We talk about the off, the terrible off seasons we had picking up Juwan James and Bryce Callahan and stuff. Well, what's the difference if we make those field goals or we stop them from getting field goals and we're now seven and four instead of three and eight? This is a completely different conversation. Hundred percent, right? You know but what I mean? Like, like happened. those those close games. Oh, I but agree. it's not, and I, I get that. I get that. But, but we're not in a position to sit here and be like, "Oh, we're the worst team in the NFL." No, right? No, 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 no. I no. mean, the Cincinnati Bengals beat us out by a lot. The, the the Miami Dolphins beat us out by a lot. Like, we've just been playing very good teams, and we just cannot put it together. Granted, the Buffalo Bills are not a very good team. We got stomped by them, and, but we're not just going to forget about that, <laughs> um, and look forward to the Los Angeles
1: Chargers yes oh
2: there we go finally
1: really it, the way that he said it with authority it and, yeah. <laughs> and then with the drink in the hand that was you guys didn't see it on, i got that i gotta gotta got pick it up it's like a it's like a mic drop yeah no it was really impressive to see
0: it was, was beautiful uh, yeah yeah
1: uh-huh.
2: No, this you know this is it's really interesting because yeah, you know I think that we are just, you know, a few field goals away from being 7 and 4 and this whole season's completely different. You know, the the fact of the matter is we're not and that's just like yeah, you know it sucks we're not that's just the the way that the cards fell this year, but I think that, you know, maybe in an alternate universe <laughs> right now we are seven and four and you know things are going really well right um i you know i personally believe that there's a lot of talent on this broncos team i think there's a lot of things to be excited about but i just think that it's sort of outweighed by the things that are still a negative that are still a problem right and that's the issue it's it's not the fact that they're a new problem it's the fact that there's still a problem and that every single week we have to have the discussion of the quarterback position every single week we have to talk about the you know subpar offensive line play and it's like it's it's kind of getting you know a little hard to kind of keep talking about it. if we're you know I'm sure that the team knows what's going on I'm sure the team knows where the problems are but what are the real solutions What what's really happening to make a change you know like how are we as a fan base Going to keep staying loyal when this is kind of like happening right now. Granted, yeah. David, you're right. It's only been three years, really. We won, you know, we've been in two Super Bowls. We won. We've won one in the last like 20 years, and that's pretty impressive considering how many times the Patriots have been there in our conference. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to sneak by that team and go win a Super Bowl. So it's like we're we're not coming. We're not far from success, time wise. But it's just kind of really hard to see where the next. Championships gonna be when we just really have no sense of direction here. I said it a few weeks ago. It just sounds like Elway is trying to do two things at once. Where's the vision? Are we rebuilding or not? You know, are we signing veteran players to try to win now, or are we re- rebuilding? You can't do a hybrid of both. It's not. These are two mm-hmm. philosophies that oppose each other. You have to stick with one and ride it out, or find new leadership you know um, but anyways like I'm getting my you know my hair starting no, to fall out right. a little bit no, more you're right <clears throat> let's you know let's let's, let's hair. shut up <laughs> 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 get back in your bathtub um, so <clears throat> <laughs> let's look at some posi- yeah let's look at some positives right now let's try to you know get back on the bandwagon here as we uh, as we come you know closer to an end here uh, you know w- what are you still excited about with the Broncos what still has you really pumped up about this team why do you watch this every Sunday when there's so much you know, stress involved.
1: Well, you know, what's interesting to me when I look at the stats for these two teams is the symmetry on defense. We think of the charges as a defense with, you know, big time playmakers and there's some on the Broncos of course as well. Uh, but you know, this, as far as, as we're concerned, watching this defense has been really a work in progress uh, all season. And of course they've come together in recent weeks and and we've seen that. But when I look at the symmetry in the numbers, uh, points allowed per game, for the Chargers 19.8 uh, for the Broncos 19.7 yards allowed per game 332.0 for the Chargers 333.3 for the Broncos passing yards allowed 219.7 each mm-hmm. yeah it's you know and now of course the Chargers have been playing without Derwin James all year but we've been pa- playing without Bradley Chubb for basically all year uh, so, you know, there's injuries happen, and you can credit this and credit that and the other thing. But, you know, it's really been a pleasure to kind of watch this defense mature under Vic Fangio a little bit. And obviously there's some guys who are still coming along. Um, you know, Devontae Harris is one name that springs immediately is uh, to mind as a guy who flashes some weeks and it gets picked on other weeks a little bit. Um, but, you know, just seeing Justin Simmons, for example, bloom on the defense, uh, a guy who, yeah. you know, before this That's year we awesome. weren't really sure about, and now you can't. Turn your, turn your back on a Broncos article without running into an article about how drastically we need to re-sign Justin Simmons. So, you know, just watching those little things like that has been really a pleasure to watch, and it's something I'm looking forward to again this, this week. I always love when the defense beats up Phillip Rivers. It is something special because he complains yep. so much, and it is just a joy to see. I'm really looking forward to seeing a little more of that this weekend, if nothing else.
3: I think it's the youth. I mean, you're talking about people like uh, Corlin Sutton, Andy Dalton. and Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh, Reisner. Dalton okay. Reisner. Yeah, Andy Dalton, just... Dal- Dalton Andy, Reisner. I'm trying to wow. multitask and look stuff up. I can't do both. Um, the, you know, the youth there and Philip Lindsay and just, I mean, all these guys who are in their first, second years kind of grow. And Tim Pat, I mean, I could go on and on. The, the youth there is what's exciting because that's what we need to build the foundation of the team on. And, it, you know, knowing that these guys are going to be with us for, oh, a good while at least, and seeing hey, if the, if we can put these pieces together, and get enough of a supporting role, like this is what's going to get this this team going. Uh, so that's why I watch. It's, it's just seeing how these guys are
2: developing week by week. Yeah, yeah, cool, Jared. I,
0: I think I'm just excited for the young guys. Like like you said, like the Dalton Riser. and now Dalton Riser had a I'm very tough, tough game one against out the Bills. So bad.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you can edit that one out. Yo, you can edit that. One I think out. I'm
2: really excited about the young guys. <laughs>
1: Hey guys, did you know we have hey, we, some young I players mean, that uh, young, I'm really excited. Guys. about? Oh, I like wow. the young guys. Sorry, man. I just <laughs> while I we're doing this
3: foursome, I just wanted to let you know. We're
2: you know. I'm just really excited about the young
3: guys. For the, guys, rec- for the record, that's not where my mind went. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> where you guys
0: are. Here. I couldn't help it, man. I
2: heard I heard you say that. and I'm like, oh, dude, no way did you give me that one. It's too easy, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> too easy. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, sorry, I cut you Come off. On, start man. that one over, man. Come on.
0: All right, let me. I'll start that over, and you can edit that. I guess exactly. Yeah, I'm. I'm really excited for the young talent that we have on this team. Was... I think the young talent that we have on this team is really going to
1: push us forward. And what? That was sort of better. <laughs> that was sort no, of great, better. Man, yeah, I know. It was good. Keep going. Okay. All right. I'm
0: going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. All right. So the younger talent that we have on this team is really what it comes down to because th- these, these, these younger talent... This younger talent that we have is really going to push us to the next level next year, and I think at this point there's nothing we could do except for look forward to next year. We have Dalton Reisner, like you said, who had a tough game against Buffalo. Let's be honest, everybody um, did. He, yeah, he did not. He did not play very well. I mean, he had missed a couple blocks. There was a couple sacks that were his fault, and I remember watching it and being like, oh, "That sucks." But he's had some very good times where he showed up and and, and been very valuable in the in the season. Where the one where he carried Philip Lindsay into the end zone that one time, and, and that that I. Ridiculous. I'm looking forward to the future. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And at this point, there's nothing really we could do as Bronco fans other than look for the future and see that we have the pieces to be able to do it. What sucks in my mind, and not that we've had three losing seasons in a row and all this, is, is the fact that we've lost the prime time of Von Miller. And I think that we really wasted the prime of Von Miller after Super Bowl 50 and really kind of got out of that. I still think we have a couple more years of him, but I think in his prime, I think we kind of wasted those in a couple losing seasons. (laughs) I, I don't know if I agree to
2: that one exactly if we wasted Von Miller's prime because he's still a Super Bowl MVP, you know what I mean? Like, he's still, like, when he was, right. you know, he still has his accolades, right? He's still right? a threat. Yeah, and he's I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer one day. I do agree the fact that these last couple of years have been rough for his legacy, maybe, in terms of the team. But, you know, I with guys like, uh, you know, uh, Houston and, um, you know, there's older pass rushers that are still performing at a high level I think Von Miller will be in this league for many years to come, maybe a more of a limited role, sort of like a DeMarcus Ware did, you know, but I, I do agree in the sense that these last couple of years have been rough on him and Demarius Thomas and, you know, a few offensive linemen. And, and it kind of, you know, and Chris Harris Jr. Here's another guy we've wasted, you know, a couple of years on, right? But it's right. Uh, it's interesting. I think I'm most excited for the change in leadership that's going to be coming for the Broncos. Um, what's uh, um, are the owners? I'm losing his name. Bolin. Pat Bolin's daughter there just, you know, took on a leadership role within the organization, more on the business side. But I think that's just a good indication of, like, There's some change coming, you know, there's some new mentalities Mm -hmm. coming to this organization. And to me, that's something that um, I'm really excited to see. And I'm excited for that sort of future potential because there are, you know, just really great young players on this team. And there's a lot of just good, still good defensive studs. And, you know, again, we're a few field goals away from that seven and four, you know, so it could be another conversation. But, uh, you know. Only people in a losing situation say stuff like, "Well, we could be winning." You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> it's a
1: decent point. Yeah, right. It's okay,
2: yeah. man. We try to find. We try to make right. ourselves well, happy. And the,
0: and the biggest thing is, like, good teams find ways to win games. Yeah, and that's that's what it comes down to. And we just we are not at that point yet. We're not a good team because we can't find ways to win games. The Minnesota game was was a big point of it. Like we were up, by, like, what what was the stat? Like in the last few years, like nobody's yeah. been down twenty nothing at half to come back and win it. Like yeah. something ridiculous. It was zero and ninety nine.
3: There were there are 99 games up to that point yeah. where not a single team had come back from t- uh, behind 20-0 at half. And now it's 1 and 99. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I mean right. we just can't we can't figure out how to win games. A little bit of a misleading right. stat, but uh you are <laughs> absolutely right in that we I feel like I've been saying that every week on this podcast. The good teams Choked. find a way to win games and we're not. I mean, that's the bottom line here. Right. Yeah.
3: Hey, it could be worse. We could be Raiders fans.
1: Well, well,
2: they're six and five oh, right God. now. So
1: I mean, that's it. That's saying. the thing. The, the Raiders yeah, were yeah, but they're six and five with going no, nowhere. I'm not, no, I don't what, care if they're n-
3: you. No, it's it's never a good time to be a Raiders fan. No, player. all right, that's a fair There's point. never a good reason. For it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a fair point.
2: Let's see how many times Jared calls it the Oakland Raiders for the next three years. Oh, my God.
0: Literally every time. <laughs> I'm going to. It's going to happen for three we need years, to keep track of this one.
2: At least. It's going to be the Oakland Raiders. We're going to be Jared. It's the freaking Las Vegas Raiders, man. He'd be like, oh, oh, I forgot.
0: I forgot. I'm so sorry. Dang, guys. Anyway, don't, don't worry about it. Just, just edit uh, that out.
2: Oh, shucks.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyways, yeah, I'll just joke. edit it out. Yeah, yeah, I'll just edit that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so uh, cool. We talked a lot about that. We talked a lot of smack, especially to each other, and uh, it's always great. But uh, let's get down to it. Who's going to win this upcoming matchup? I'm going to pick somebody to go first here. Uh, Jared's holding his breath. So, Jared, you can go first, man.
0: (laughs) Why? I I literally did that. I I didn't raise my hand this time. This wasn't one of those like, ooh, pick me, pick me
1: things. I don't know. It's just a gut feeling, you know? Yeah, but you had this kind of dumb look on your face instead of going like, no, don't pick me. David, that's just
2: this resting face. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I
0: was about to say, the resting dumb face It's a Uh, a clinical condition A clinical, oh, okay, All right. Well,
1: we'll we'll see your diagnosis Papers on the next episode, how about that Buddy, how about that (laughs) Okay, yeah, perfect, yeah, I'll bring it on the Tuesday episode Super Um,
0: Okay, so who's going to win this game? I think the Chargers are going to win this game The Chargers have a lot to lose We have a lot to lose, but I think the Chargers are going to come in That defensive line is going to demolish Our very uh, difficult And uh, injury prone Offensive line I, th- I think there's going to be a lot of penalties against us. We, we, you know, we've kind of gone alternating like one game we've had a lot of penalties, the other game we don't. Next game we do, next game we don't. We didn't have a lot of penalties last week, but we will this week. And I think that's going to be the problem. I think stopping Bosa and Melvin Ingram on that defensive line when they have the two pass rushers is going to be very difficult, especially if we do end up starting Locke. I think if we end up starting Locke, he's going to have a very difficult time trying to make his reads and I think he's going to have a very difficult time with his playbook going forward, no matter how much time he has in there. His, his first game as an NFL is going to be a tough one. And I think, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I think we're going to set him set him up for failure by starting him against the Chargers. Granted, I do like the fact that we're starting at home, but against the Chargers, is very difficult. Yeah, I think the Chargers and, you know, they, break they, take it. I think. Yeah. it. I, hey, go ahead.
2: No, I was going to say, I think that, you know, um, I just it's hard to be the same team twice. So that's what yeah. I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, Jerry, go ahead. It is.
0: No, it is. And you've said that you've said that since we started Orange Weekly uh, like four years ago. Um, I think <laughs> I think you've been saying that you've been saying that every single time. It's very hard to beat the same team twice. Having them at home is nice, but it's it's going to be difficult. It's going to be a difficult team. We're a different team yep. than we were, and I think the score is not going to be as close as people think it is. I think it's going to be very close to what the Baltimore, the Buffalo game was, something in the realm of like twenty to seven.
2: Twenty to seven. Okay, cool. Kev,
3: you know I think like I said, it's going to come down to how well our defense plays and. Yeah, is our, our, our defense going to be able to, to make something happen? And I, my crazy prediction, it shouldn't be that crazy, but I think we're going to get a pick six. Uh, but on top of that, I could only see us getting another couple field goals on top of that. So mm. I think the the max amount of points we can top out at is 13. Um, but, yeah, um, with the Chargers offense and just – look, I mean, Philip Rivers is still Philip Rivers. I can't stand the guy, but um, he's still a threat as well. I think with – their running attack and everything they got going on. Um, I think Jared's right. I'm gonna say something more along the lines of, uh, I hate to say it,
2: but 24-13. 24-13. Okay, David. For the Chargers. Yeah, for the Chargers. All
1: right. Yeah, 20 to 10 Chargers. Um, you know, for all the reasons you guys said above, uh, I, I think Drew Lock is gonna uh, look a little bit lost at times out there. Um, especially against some of these defensive playmakers for Los Angeles. Um, I think he may start out the day even looking very effective, and as that defense gets to him a little bit, confuses him, hits him a few times, uh, he may just not be able to keep up, and I think they're going to be able to kind of shut us down from there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, 20-10 to 10 is going to be my, my best, best guess, too. I don't think the Chargers are going to have a whole lot of, offensive success but they're going to have so many chances because we're going to go three and out so many times that it's mm. just it's not gonna they're going to break through once or twice
2: yeah yeah I you know I, I kind of align with that same mentality I'm not going to rehash all that but it's uh, I think the Chargers just do have that competitive advantage right now given the offensive situation with the Broncos and I think the Chargers do win um, I'm going to pick just a 21 to 10 game keep it nice and simple um so you know that's that sorry to be so heartbreaking at the end there but uh, hey we're all about you know trying to be honest here jared yes sir
0: i have i have one more it, it, yeah call yeah. me does jared have to colony. go to the bathroom okay. what's like okay. you don't so have to ask the bathroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no so uh, the other thing that I, th- that I don't think we've mentioned so far today and something i've been thinking about a lot is is what is happening with our adjustments at halftime and 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 not just halftime, but general in-game adjustments. So even if we do start Drew Locke, and I, I think, you know, David, you brought it up, and that's what that kind of brought it up for me, was uh, he might do very well at the beginning, but I think that there's going to be adjustments on the defensive side for the Chargers to be able to stop whatever he's doing through the game, to be able to stop him from whatever he's doing, uh, whether it be running the ball or getting open receivers on his first look. And and that's what, you know, as I look through the, the film on Drew Locke, his success has really come off of first-look receivers. And not so much reading the defense, and I think that's the difference between college level and the NFL, and I think that's what's really going to come down to in this game. I think you're right, and even if we do win this game, there might be a surprise. He's going to come out and he play very well, and everyone's going to all hail Drew Locke, the future of Denver. He's going to be the god of Denver, but... He's going to come out and he's going to come out and he's going to play that, but it's going to be very similar to where, yeah, his first looks were open or the playbook was very well and it opened up things. And then as we get later on, people are going to start blaming the offensive coordinator because nobody wants to hate on Drew Locke after one good game. That's that's my rant for the day and uh Trust I'm going to get of my bubble bath now. Oh, Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks so it's much. to look wrinkly. Trust me, uh, if, if
1: Drew Lock does come out and look good for the entire game, you're going to be the I'm going to be the first one on this podcast next week saying, "Show it to me again." We've been yeah. saying it. <laughs> yeah. We've been saying it all <laughs> the MCs and we need to see it consistently. So, you know, nobody And
3: and if you're listening, if somebody's listening and is a Drew Lock fan and you let's say he does go out there and has a great game, please don't get too excited. There's four more games left just like you know uh Brandon Allen mm-hmm. was figured out after a couple games let's see if this guy can keep improving and that's that's what's going to give us an answer at the end of the season not after this week
2: remember when uh, Trevor Simeon won that look at, night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mayf- look at Baker Mayfield in Cleveland yeah
0: yeah well look at Baker Mayfield Baker Mayfield that I mean he was doing very well they made the playoffs but he is doing terrible this year
2: yeah Mayfield's kind of like he's got too much like he's like afraid of getting hit right now because this offensive line is garbage. All of the, he's these bad balls are just these errant passes way over the heads of receivers. Man, it's he's like freaking out. I think he's a little bit too you know confident, but I think he's still a very talented player. Like let's not put Baker Mayfield in the same conversation as
0: Drew Lock here. I mean, this is mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you. There.
2: You know what I mean? The the raw talent there is a little bit different. Now Jared's disagreeing with us, but you know, but well, yeah.
0: I, I I think I think this is deja vu for for the Drew Lock Baker Mayfield. I mean, Baker Mayfield has all the weapons in the world to get him to, and he just. Can't get them to and They're and they're yeah, but their uh, offensive great, line, great defense with great defensive players. And and an offense and their offensive line is skeptical. Uh, who else's offensive line is skeptical? Everybody it Oh yeah, Denver's. Of course, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that.
2: Of course, but there's anyways. Let's not. You know, let, I, mean. you know yeah. I, I totally get what you're saying, but it's it's just a different story right now. You know, I think that you know even Trevor Simeon won a few games and we were really hyped up on him. I think Brock Osweiler yeah. won a few games. You know, right. And I, I, you know, if, if Drew Locke comes out and man, we win, great fantastic but I'm with you David man let's let's see it happen yeah. another week you yeah know? amen let's see it happen consistently um okay great any uh any final thoughts
3: you know the season's coming to an end and I still have the opinion that I'd rather watch bad football than no football um so just uh keep enjoying it while you while we can and uh so just as always go Broncos
2: sweet David
3: hold on Kev hold on you're not going to give oh. the spiel which spiel there's a lot of spiels the- Every time oh, every oh, time we want, do the podcast, okay, you give okay. the okay. – Yeah, I'll give the spiel. We got Tuesday night shows. We got Wednesday long, night <laughs> shows. <laughs> we got, you got to do, do the whole do spiel. Do you have the long version or the short version? A short please. I've got to do both. Don't short don't version, please. Please. Short version. My Okay, God. guys. Orange Weekly is here for all you guys. We got shows on Monday night, Tuesday night. Uh, we got a pregame show, a halftime show. Uh, we got the pregame, postgame podcast. We have Patreon. If you want to go donate to patreon.com slash orangeweekly. Uh, we're going to be doing another giveaway drawing for those who donate to there next week. Uh, we are going to be here throughout the off season. Don't forget about that free agency draft. We're going to bring out podcasts and shows for all that stuff too. So don't oh, wait, forget BR? about us during the off season. <laughs> Oh yeah, news to you guys. Oh, Okay, you don't have to. Are we eligible?
1: <laughs> well, I think if contract look, doesn't have this. I end, think if Evan. you look at the back page of that contract, you'll see you'll see some very surprising <laughs> oh, things. Is is that <laughs> the page
2: where all the words line up as a giant middle finger? That's right. Wow. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I knew the. You thought it were was a joke. Smaller. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah, thought yeah. it
1: was. <laughs> a, you <laughs> thought it was just a fun picture. I thought it
2: was just funny. You know, You yeah. like, yeah, made me laugh. I signed, and now oh, my soul is
1: right. gone. Too. That's yeah. right. There you go.
3: There you go.
2: Uh, see now you interrupted
3: my spiel. Uh, End of <laughs> spiel. Orange Beacon is here for you guys. Good years, bad years. I know it's been only bad years so far, but we'll be we'll be here during the good year too. Whenever it happens.
2: Oh, absolutely. Oh That's yeah. Fantastic. Jared, do you have anything to add? Your own spiel.
0: Ah, uh, right, no, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's about, it's about, it's about, That's about yeah. as concise as Jared ever yeah. gets.
1: So, Jared, <laughs> all right. Jared's a great mood oh,
2: <laughs>
0: He's wasted, man. Yeah. It's
2: fantastic, cool. Well, my last words are a simple. I a- one drink. Go ahead, Jared. See, he has man. last words, man. What are we no, supposed I'm, to do?
0: I, I I have I've last words. Also, you skipped David. David didn't get his last words. Yeah, in. he did. Can we like can we go around the horn here? Oh, I he did it. I oh, didn't oh, necessarily so need so the
1: last words. I I was I was very David happy. Without, the last, words, without the last words, but you. Oh wow!
0: Just skip straight back over me. Okay, go back to David. Go back to David. <laughs>
2: yeah. No. I, see, wait your turn, man. You've spoken first every every freaking question <laughs> here. My God. Spoken. David, your last words, man.
1: Well, uh, actually, I'm pretty mad at Jared for forcing me to speak these last words because I I thought that <laughs> I had. Uh, expressed myself pretty well during the podcast, to be honest. You with sure. you do, man. <laughs> Thank you. Rehash it. Rehash Thank you. It. Uh, but uh, really, it's it's just it's man. I'm I hope the listeners are getting as much fun out of this as we are. Because man, it's really a lot of fun to come on and talk Broncos football and talk about how terrible all of you are. Really, Matt, not so much, but the rest of you. Uh, that I, I mean, it's just wow. it's just a garbage patch in here. It really is. So, uh, but it's you know you're fun to talk football with. So. It's you know, even if we if, if we don't win you know for the next five seasons, I'll still be here yes. yucking it up and talking oh, ball yeah. with you guys.
2: Excellent yep. yucking it up. That's Perfect. right.
1: that's right. right. it's nineteen twenty five and I said yucking it up.
2: No, that's fine, man. Yeah. That's whatever, whatever it is. But now uh, we got to give some time here for Jared here for his his last words. Yes, everybody, be quiet. His spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like gonna, you know the spotlight uh, just like keeps moving away from the person on the stage. Yeah, Jared's that guy chasing it. Look at me. Go to the other
0: side of the stage. Just be like, hey, it's me. It's me. Yeah. Exactly. Um.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Kanye. It's fine. So,
0: so, so, last words. Wow. <laughs> so I'm gonna. Okay. Not a words. gay fish, guys.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. There it is. Oh, boy. We'll get that in post.
2: No, I'm keeping that, man.
1: Why do you have
3: oh. fish sticks?
1: You're a gay fish. Oh, boy. A
0: gay so.
2: fish. Anyways. Oh, my
0: God. This is a Broncos podcast. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> it is. It is. So we're not, we're not, uh, Last words here is, uh, again thank you guys for listening and sticking through orange weekly for as long as you guys have because at this point if you're still listening i'm surprised I mean, we just lost all the rest <laughs> of the viewers in that
1: in that last 30 We're, second exchange it's like We're they're done. gone
0: there's the Kanye reference that really did yeah it. no they're no, but, gone now but really thank you guys for listening and, and uh look the broncos have a lot of a lot of bright futures ahead of them we have a lot of things that we could talk about in the future and we will never ever ever stop talking broncos football no matter how good or how bad we are and thank you guys for listening. And I think this game against the Chargers is going to suck, but it's going to be kind of an eye-opening experience for a lot of people. And I think this next four games, just in general, the rest of the seasons, going to be an eye-opening experience for the rest of the people. I will say, as a last point, is the social media fans are going to be in for a disappointment as we go forward with this Drew Locke situation. I think there's way too many people that are way too high on Drew Locke. And, and this has my, been my statement since the very beginning that think that he's going to be the savior. He's not going to be the savior. I've watched a lot of his film. I don't think he's going to be the guy that is going to pull us in. We're going to take a quarterback in the first round of the draft and whether we have to trade up for it or, or wait for one of the guys, I mean, there's a lot of depth there in the quarterback situation in the draft. But that's what's going to happen as we go forward. Please, please cage your expectations for the Denver Broncos for this year. Brand new coaching staff, brand new receiving core, really brand-new quarterback, brand-new a lot of things that we have to get over and just just accept that for what it is, that we're in a rebuilding year no matter how much people say we don't want to be.
1: Cage your I'll expectations, says Jared, who at when we were at five losses was saying, this is still a playoff team. I just, it's, <laughs> right, boy, right. It, what a difference a few Look, weeks made. We're a playoff yeah, talent. It, it,
0: <laughs> playoff talent. Yeah. Yeah. a lot of talent.
1: Yeah. You keep saying talent, Jared.
3: <laughs> this is why I brought you on Orange Weekly, man. You can spin like, you know, mm-hmm. anything, yeah. you know. Yeah. Just, well, didn't you say this back then? Well, no, I
2: really meant it like this. Like this is, you know, He's right. a good politician. Right. Man. Yeah. Oh, don't right. say that. <laughs> don't put that thought was. into his head cuz boy. Okay, <laughs> That's, that's another conversation. That's for the Orange Weekly sure is, Politics yeah. edition. Yeah, this, there's no Something politics. Yeah, we're going yeah, Eckert 2020. A, right. no politics, right. There's, an, can't even well, do there's that. an
1: uncensored after dark version where we talk nothing but politics. Stay tuned oh, oh, for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, <I see. laughs> Well, you know
2: what? On this note, we're well above an hour, so we need to shut this <laughs> down before everybody else shuts us. down. So, as always, when we close off, go Broncos.
0: Go Broncos. Go Broncos.